The machine is ever turning, ever hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more, I mention the machine. Welcome back to the Mention the, the Mention the Machine podcast. This is episode 20. We are talking about achieving a peak mind. Today we are dealing talking about <clears throat> the Peak Mind book by Amishi P. Jaha. I apologize if I didn't pronounce that correctly because I'm no good at reading apparently. Um, <clears throat> so, starting off with a quote: "Quiet the mind and the soul will speak." By Ma Jaha Sati Bhagavati. Again, apologize if I mispronounce that, but I think I say Gamjabar. Gamjabar, yeah. Everyone, everything's the Gamjabar today. Yep. So, Joel, why meditate? Because your attention is fleeting. And 50% of your day, you're not actually paying attention to what's going on. At least 50% these days, because attention is currency. Um, But we'll get to that also later. Yeah, so the Peak Mind book is about why you should meditate, the benefits of meditating, and how it can help you... (coughs) deal with uh, your, some, some problems that you might not even be aware you're actually having with your attention. Your attention just goes, if you don't control your attention, your attention is just gonna, your mind's gonna wander and go wherever it wants. And it's not always a bad thing, but your mind is built to look out for threats. And when there's an, an absence of threats, your mind's gonna invent threats. So you can wind up having high, high stress reactions that you don't need just because you're not being hunted by a tiger. <clears throat> so, in addition to why to meditate, Jenna, Joel, I've discovered a link between meditation and stoicism. Ooh. Because they're both about kind of recognizing what you can control and not control. And the more you meditate, the more easy it is to be stoic, I think, because you start to separate what's happening from your reactions to it. I'll buy that. So you become able to say, okay, I'm being emotional right now and reassert the, the logic part of your brain. Have you done the? Have you followed up with the meditation? Have you been doing the meditation? I have been. I went to Headspace. I've been doing the intro stuff. I missed a couple of days because I forgot because it hasn't become part of my routine yet. But yeah, I've been actually meditating before I do my blood pressure to see if it affects it at all. And and it's gone down. Nice, nice. Uh, any uh, any other takeaways you've gotten from meditating so far? Anything you notice? Well. I've no because of the float tank. I've noticed that like my mind doesn't wander as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. Like the first time, this float tank mine's all over the place, and then second time, I just thought of like my breathing and nothing came up. It's mm-hmm. like, huh, my mind's actually still. <laughs> Curse you, car. People like to drive down this alley, you know. Mm-hmm. <coughs> like to install the uh, the anti transportation devices. Um, yeah, there's many different types of meditation. The most common one is usually mindfulness, which is where you focus on your breath and you try to limit your focus to just the one thing, the sensation of the breath coming in and out or the counting. Um, I've also heard, heard that one of the reasons why you focus on the breath is because the breath and the sound, you know, the, the traditional om breathing or whatever, the, like the monks do, because you can only do, you can only listen and you can only breathe in the present. You can't like listen in the future. You can't hold a breath for the future. Like you're not breathing if you're holding your breath. So it becomes a whole different thing for that, which makes you forced to be in the presence if you're 
focusing on your breathing and you're going ohm or whatever. I don't do the ohm thing, but I definitely do a lot of the counting my breaths up to 10 and then starting again. So yeah. here's a question. Can you just follow your breath without con taking control of your breath? Um, yeah, I think so. I can't. Yeah, I think so. It's just, I, usually if I do start to pay attention to my breath, it's just because I'm trying to actively make it more deeper, more diaphragm breath and less okay, chest. It's like, oh, um, okay, so focus on your breath. It's like, well, now I got to tell myself to keep breathing or <laughs> I just don't breathe. And if I don't think about it, then I start breathing automatically. But yeah. if, I pay, if I pay attention to my breath, it's like, huh. Yeah, that, that's always the mistake I make if I'm trying to go to sleep is to start thinking about my breathing because then it's like I'm just thinking about breathing and I'm like, am I breathing too fast? Am I breathing too, too slow? Am I, am I going to die? But no, I, I no, you'll get you'll guess fair. I've done it many <clears throat> times in the float tank. <laughs> yeah, I, I do cause because of things like Wim Hof breathing and stuff. There are times where I, I forget to breathe, which seems completely retarded. I do it all the time, especially when I'm doing strenuous activity. I don't remember to breathe until I'm done. It's like. You should be breathing right now, so you're not a mess afterwards. Uh -huh. That's why in uh, traditional martial arts, the kia and all that, that breath exhale while you're doing the thing, they, they build that into you. Same thing with boxers. You'll hear them breathing tss, 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 as they're punching to make sure they're breathing. Wow. it's good for you. So, yeah, different types of meditation. There's the mindfulness we just talked. Body scan, they have you do that, but I don't think that's a very long one. That's no. normally just like trying to relax your body it, consciously. I feel like it's more of an inventory. Yeah. And you're trying to forcefully relax yourself by by uh, just recognizing where you're holding tension. Uh, box breathing is fun. I like to do that one before before something that's kind of a little anxiety or stress. How does that one work? Sometimes before a uh, workout. So box breathing is you breathe in for a set number of seconds, like four. Four seconds is typically what I do. Breathe in for four seconds. You hold your breath for four seconds. You exhale for four seconds. And then you wait four seconds before you breathe again. So you built like a box okay and it, it actually uh, affects the uh, I think it's the vagus nerve in your your neck or whatever so it actually makes you calm down it's one of the ones that um, a lot of Navy SEALs practice because it, it, they can do it quickly to help them detach again from their emotions going into the stoicism thing again mm -hmm. uh, there's Wim Hof breathing which I am a fan of just because I'd say you're more of a fan <laughs> what's that I'd say you're more than just a fan uh, I like it it's it's uh how to get high off of your own oxygen is kind of the, the way to do it. And that's uh, it's pretty interesting. It's got, I've gotten some good results from it. I think the most I've held my breath without actual air in my lungs from it is uh, just over three minutes. Well, four to six minutes of brain damage and six to eight minutes of death. That's not true at all because people have held their breath for nine minutes and they've been fine. That's the average. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> then there's walking meditation. Walking meditation is just <laughs> trying to be super conscious of everything around you while you're walking as you're paying attention to things you know the stop and smell the roses type of thing when you're walking and you're just being very cognizant of all the the universe is showing you at that time instead of letting your mind kind of run away but <clears throat> attention is currency as we said earlier so in the book she to uh, mishi talks about your mental whiteboard and how your brain is constantly trying to write what's happening on this mental whiteboard and the minute you don't Pay attention to the mental whiteboard, it gets erased. It's using disappearing ink. Yeah. And in order for something to become long-term memory, it has to go on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think that, I thought that was a good, good analogy for how the brain works and how attention f works these days. You only really hold three things on your, on your whiteboard at a time. You what? On average, you only hold about three things on your whiteboard. Yeah, that's, that seems about right. That's why I'm a big fan of writing things down. 
Mm -hmm. Get it off the whiteboard and the paper, and then you have more space on your whiteboard. You know, as much as you want, you're going to disappear. <laughs> you just don't remember anything, ever. <clears throat> yeah, she talks about the f finding your flashlight is finding kind of, as you start to meditate, finding your flashlight is focus, finding where your focus is going and starting to redirect it, and that's what the the breathing is, is your, as you realize your thoughts have wandered, you try not to give yourself a, uh, try not to admonish yourself for it, but you just bring your thoughts back to the breathing because your brain is going to run free. Mm -hmm. It's like a puppy. Your brain is the world's best virtual reality machine. That it is. You're constantly creating simulations. Yeah, what's, what's messed up about that is I heard somebody say that about uh, nightmares is really just your brain scaring the shit out of your, itself. Like, it's like, your brain made it all up. Your brain knows that, like, that spider's not real, but your brain is so good at tricking itself that it mm -hmm. it scares you. I heard the reason of nightmares is figuring out how to solve problems. Hmm. Maybe. There is a there is a great clown problem. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people have nightmares about clowns, apparently. Oh. I'm not one of them. But I don't really remember my dreams most of the time, so. I was always remember my dreams, unfortunately. Hmm. To keep a dream journal? If it's really crazy, I'll record it on audio. Hmm. And then whenever I actually look at it later, I'm like, wow, you are so incoherent. <laughs> Deep into the, the sleep. Yeah, there's supposedly different types. There's supposedly types of meditation that you can get into, like making your, your body produce DMT and all sorts of stuff so you hallucinate. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's like hacking the firmware of the body. I'm not a fan. <laughs> it's all, do it. That's what you're doing anyway. No, there's, there's, there's playing with the software, but the, but the firmware you don't want to mess with. <laughs> well. Uh, I disagree. I think the firmware is like heart rate and shit. That's the kind of stuff you don't want to mess with because if it stops, how do you start it back up? We were just talking about using meditation to lower your blood pressure. Here. Yeah, but that's blood pressure. That's actually stopping your heart. Well, nobody, nobody said stop your heart. Who the hell stops their heart besides Batman? I've been poisoned. The only way the poison can kill me is if my heart beats to spread it. James I Bond? Will, I will stop my heart from beating. James Bond did it in um, Casino uh, Royale. I don't think it was that one. It was, the, it was one of the Pierce Brosnan ones. No. Hmm. I don't remember that one. I think it was the one Madonna was in. I can't remember. No. Jeez. She's become a train wreck. You ever see her on TikTok or something? No. <clears throat> you talk about uh, plastic surgery gone bad. Eventually it all expires. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, apparently for meditation, the, the minimum effective dose recommended from this book is to 12 minutes a day. Will get you to start seeing pretty, pretty remarkable, remarkable results. I guess um, I don't know. I never notice if I'm experiencing the results until I don't do the meditation, and then I realize oh, I was, I was a lot more focused and I was a lot more <clears throat> calm and in control when I was doing the meditation. So then I always end up going back to meditation. Well, I got the Headspace app, and there's three, ten, three, five, ten. I think it was something else, but. My phone's struggling with three minutes because it, it kept timing out. So I'm like, oh, I'm doing meditation. And then the screen goes off. Meditation <laughs> yeah. stops. I'm like, wait, why isn't she not talking anymore? <laughs> yeah, mine would do that too for a while. So sometimes, but I think on the app, on uh, the iPhone at least, it uh, if there's like a video or something playing, it'll leave the screen on. If you. Yeah, well, my phone was having major issues the past month. So it's been resolved. Good, good. Yeah, what's, what I found weird was that there isn't a... Uh, 
a specific app for this book because mm-hmm. it seems like it's ripe for one. Mm-hmm. Especially since all the meditation apps I've tried and I've got like four of them on my phone. None of them actually give you just a, a timer for 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always like three, five, ten, fifteen, all the way up to like an hour or two. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not, if I'm not meditating for two hours. But Why not? We've got the time to just sit there and fucking focus on their breathing. I'll be asleep. Sometimes I fall asleep just doing regular meditation for 10 minutes. Shame. <laughs> yeah. I think that just means that I'm much more relaxed because of the meditation. So it served its purpose. I'm going to try and get that 12 minutes by the end of the month. There you go. Yeah, 12 minutes is... Uh, it starts to go by a lot quicker once you get, once you start getting less kind of panicky, I guess. So maybe maybe an hour would be the same way if you start building up to it. She recommends doing, if not the full twelve minutes, then doing a couple of minutes every day just to start building the habit. And yeah, that's what I've been trying to add on. Been failing miserably. Yeah. <laughs> You've been failing. You're just finding different ways to succeed. <clears throat> At the end of the book, she rec- she's got a five-week challenge laid out with the different types of meditation she recommends to do each day. Five days a week is kind of, five days a week a week for the minimum effective doses. Again, <clears throat> so from what she says, it's, it's not every day, but every day is better, obviously. Yeah. The one thing I didn't agree with was the whole meditation with connecting with people. I'm like, I don't want to connect with more people. <laughs> I'm meditating because of people. I don't want to add more in the mix. Well, maybe you should. No. Maybe, maybe we should just push it all the buttons. That only works for Gizmo Duck. <laughs> Gizmo Duck. I feel like I'm not even recording the podcast because I don't have a pair, a pair of headphones. Yeah, that's my mistake. Sounds great, though. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Next podcast, we'll be answering a listener's question. Will we? We got a listener's question? Yes, we do. Oh, nice. The question is, what books... Has really made a difference in our lives. Oh, okay. Don't we have a book list on the website? <laughs> sure. By the time this is... Nah, who am I kidding? That's not even happened then. Yeah, the website is woefully under uh, underprepared. But did, I, did you see the one video I sent you where the guy's talking about podcasters? And he said, if you do more than 20 episodes, you're apparently in like the top percentage of podcasters. You didn't send me the people, video. You told me about it. You didn't send it to me. I think I sent it to your TikTok or something. Ah, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, apparently most people quit before 20 episodes, so here we are. Oh, we're in like 24. Yeah, well, the official 20. We've got a couple yeah. a couple Lucy's out there. I think all my podcasts have been over 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. We're up there. We're, we're uh, just below Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's all relative. Yeah. I think that's it for now. Yeah, I think that is. I think this was a good book, Achieving a Peak Mind. There was a lot of um, stuff she talks about in there about how she her work. She's actually like a neuroscientist or something. And her work was anti-meditation because they didn't believe in it, even though her father always meditated as a child. And then she started experiencing bad symptoms of things from her lack of her attention being where it should be. And she got it. She, Got a, she found meditation, got into it, and then she started studying meditation and its effects on the brain and how bad people's brains get. And then she started working with the military to help with PTSD and things like that. And it's uh, pretty interesting that she got that far with it. And it's a real field now and not just something that her yeah. field kind of mocks. When she started, they're like, you're going to end your career. She's like, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And I'm glad she did because a lot to learn. Yeah. 
people need to not there's just so much ancient ancient wisdom for lack of a better term mm-hmm. that we discount because we think we know better than people did back then but they also things worked so yeah. i don't know why why is the streets in pittsburgh constantly need to be paved but the streets in rome are still around <laughs> like yep i don't know but the, that's it that's uh that's the episode um join us next week when we'll have joel uh do six minutes in an ice tub sure (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get joel to do the wim hof method six minutes i don't think i do six seconds (laughs) it was to start with 30 seconds in an ice tub that's that's usually the recommended start for that sort of thing Hmm. but first we gotta buy a tub a good thing that's not gonna happen (laughs) probably not But, um, yeah, see you next time, guys. Bye, everybody. That wraps up another episode of The Mention the Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit TheMentionTheMachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412-294-8557. 